cash money records taking over for the 99 in the 2000 Girl, you look good, won't you back that ass up? Welcome back to Underemployed, episode 74, the TJ Oshie Olympic number of podcasts. As these episodes go higher, it is much harder to find uh, comparable athlete numbers as we get into the 70s and the 80s. And that's for you, because you don't pay attention to sports that use stupid numbers. That's, well, let me rephrase that. Right now we're in the lineman phase of underemployed, so uh, it's harder for me to pick up from sports I recognize off the off the rip. Anyway, we're derailing, but yes, episode 74 of Underemployed. We're here in Richmond. Weather's getting hotter. Day's getting longer. Honestly, I will say, days are getting longer, but hasn't been miserably hot. I agree. Uh, you know, we're always trepidatious about that. I will say we had a pretty mild summer last year, which was nice. We also had a mild winter, so there's that. Yeah. Um, I think uh, David and myself, I don't know since the last episode, but we did meet up with Bethany at mm-hmm. the new at the new location of Vale Brewing here in Scott's... Vale Brewery, excuse the me. The Vale. The Vale, here in Scott's edition. Uh, when I got there, there was a DJ... At what one thirty in the afternoon or two at the on afternoon, Sunday on a Sunday blasting. Uh, it, it was all about the Benjamins as I walk up and then trying to fight the Wu Tang Clan as I got there, which not the music you typically hear uh, blasting in a neighborhood on a Sunday afternoon. But I respect that DJ very much. Now, David, I bring this up for a reason other than just to brag that uh, your girlfriend still likes me. I mentioned Wu-Tang. As we know, Wu-Tang is for the children. Wu-Tang is indeed for the children. We have now since learned that that is more literal than just when ODB went on one of his ODB rants at the Grammys. Oh, yeah? David, have you seen the name revealed for Rihanna and ASAP Rocky's first child? That was oh, yeah, it's RZA, isn't it? Yes. RZA Athelstan Myers. Wu-Tang! RZA, as in the Wu-Tang producer member, uh... Take financial chairman, all of that. Gotta know how to jack this shit. You gotta play this game rough, you know what I mean? In, out, get, grab, bunk. I don't know if this is a good thing that this continues this weird trend we've talked about of celebrities having very weird names for their children. I don't I know. I mean, he's named after Rakim. Right, that's true. Uh, literally, his name is either. Is, is, his is, name is Rakim. Okay, not Rob. was gonna say either Rakim or Rakim, but yeah, no, you're right, Rakim. So, makes sense. David, I don't know how I feel. I think I, I like this because it's such a Wu-Tang-specific name that I'm like, I think I like this name. Whatever. Yeah. Other people's kids. I don't give a shit. That's true. One of it's Kid's probably going to go by a nickname anyway. Oh, yeah. The uh, the old dirty Chinese restaurant, probably. But anyway, yes, we are, we are here. Uh, we are now updating what has been a wonderful developing story. As I mentioned last episode, earlier in the year, David had asked me the profound question... Would the Lakers win more games than LeBron had years on this earth? Turns out, they are now, as we record this, just hours away from the Western Conference Finals. Who saw this coming in early February? Certainly not me. Certainly not me either. Uh, If you told me in early February they'd even make the playoffs, not the play-in, I'd be ecstatic. And now, they are playing the Denver Nuggets. Do I think they're going to win? I'm going to go on record right now. I don't. I don't think they have the size anymore to match with Jokic like they did in the bubble. I think he's too good. I think the Nuggets are too deep. Yeah, it's it's seem, certainly seems like the Denver Nuggets, who have, I believe, the number one offense in the NBA this year. Mm-hmm. 
They've been the number one seed all year. They never dipped from that. They were always comfortably the one in the West. So And the West is easily the stronger of the two conferences. Yes. So, But am I happy the Lakers are in? Yeah, of course. They're the seventh seed. They have to win a play-in game. They, you yeah. know... They had a pretty good. I mean, they've had a, they've had a great playoff run. Yeah, they've, uh, they've looked know, great. Taking out the two and the five. Yes. Uh, no, you know the Warriors were the six, but still, six, it's yeah. still it's uh, it's an impressive run by the Lakers. So I feel like they're playing with house, with house money. Oh, absolutely. Uh, obviously, us uh, long starved Lakers fans have had to suffer yeah, through a lot so of so long starved, especially in my lifetime since two thousand. If you look at the track record, it's been a lot of failure, but. I'm just excited. I'm excited again for playoff basketball. And unlike the last time we were talking about playoff basketball, this isn't in the bubble, and I'm not super depressed. So that's a good thing. So so overall, we are officially a Lakers podcast again until further notice. Uh, We will keep you updated. We will also keep you updated on the prospects of Victor Weminyana and where he goes. We find that out tonight. By the time this drops, you know. Would be nice maybe if he went to, to the District of Columbia. Uh, Not happening. Probably not happening. Not. But what if it did, David, perchance to dream? I mean, sure. John Wall, number one pick, many yeah, a year ago. Yeah, it's that's it's gonna it's gonna involve DC trading all of the picks for the next decade to get that. All you need is one. Lo- all you need is one ping pong ball, or if they still actually use literal ping pong balls, I don't know in the lottery. You know, I don't know. Yeah, Uh-oh. I feel like they may have changed that. We also do want to mention for DC sports, we had some 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 downs and some ups. Um. Unfortunately, our beloved DC Defenders, who we rode high with, we were riding the DC Defenders train to the end of the tracks. I don't know how to use that analogy, but uh, David, I don't know if did you see uh, Saturday's game against the Arlington Renegades? I did not. Well, we came up just short and we lost by. And I say we is we are diehard. We we were early investors in the DC Defenders. I mean, we normally don't say we with sports teams, but. Uh, we, we came up just short. Lost by a few points. The Rock came out in a very tight shirt to congratulate the Arlington Renegades. It's Shot a sad, sad day in D.C. sports. Um, but we will be back next year, and we will be riding the D.C. Defenders train. Also, I'm going to throw this out there, David. Hmm. If the D.C. Defenders would like to hire us to do an official D.C. Defenders podcast and give us money, I, I, don't, do know, that. I don't know if it would overlap with uh, my... With my current job, but I'm willing to make that work. I do it would not overlap with mine. Yeah, that's. (laughs) I think yours would encourage it. Yes. Um, So we also then wanted to mention that despite the low, Dan Snyder has officially sold the Commanders. Yes, he has. If you've ever seen The Wizard of Oz, you remember the famous song "Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead." When the house lands on that woman and crushes, and I I assume suffocates her to death, crushes her lungs. I mean, I don't think suffocation really yeah. is necessary. Blood when, force trauma. Yeah, thinking? when when the broken ribs poke yeah. a thousand holes in your lungs. Yeah, flatten that woman. Uh, pretty violent death, all things considered. Pretty pretty brutal, actually. But Dan Snyder is gone. I felt a cloud lifted over the place that we call home. I am worried that now this opens up Virginia to potentially open up a stadium for the commanders, which means traffic will somehow get... Immensely worse than it already is. I did see there's already talk on a couple of subreddits about the expected windfall that comes from the sale of the team potentially getting a billion dollars in state funding. Yeah, I saw that. A stadium, which I would like, I would like to reiterate, uh, public fu- public monies for private enterprise stadiums where the owners are not necessarily bound by any one specific thing to keep the team in that stadium are bullshit. 
I think we should not be spending state money to build stadiums for things that are only going to be used maybe a dozen times a year. It is also hard to justify, to your point, specifically a football stadium. Yeah, I can understand. I can, you, yeah. you can you can make the argument to me for an indoor arena that you know a, a hockey basketball size. The Capital One Arena really revitalized that area. Yes, yeah. and, and, it, and it's used year round. Yes, and and not just for sports yeah. things. Um, so you can make that argument to me. Even a baseball stadium. I don't know that I'm necessarily going to buy it, yeah. but you can make it. Same with a, a baseball stadium because there's 81 home games a year. Yeah, baseball stadium certainly With an average better. attendance, like the Nats in a good year would have 33,000 fans a game. Yeah. And that did sort of, I mean, that was slower, but did also start to revitalize that area of Southeast. Well, it's on the border, but Southeast a little yeah. more. So I agree. Also, again, selfishly, purely selfishly, as someone who has to make the drive home from Richmond to Falls Church now a lot, um, and well, you and you have to drive a lot too for work. Well, so the 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 stadium would it, the I mean the theory is that it would, it's going to be in Loudoun County. True. So it's going to be well west. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be really bold for them to call them the DC Commanders because it's going to be just like the 49ers who are 50 miles outside the city. Although someone can make the point now that their headquarters are in Ashburn, which isn't too far from here, actually. And it's... Um, Ashburn's like an hour from here. Right. If not more. Well, relatively. I mean, in the grands. And then they play in Landover, Maryland. Yeah, and so. they have a training facility about a mile from here. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not... I am, I am overall, that's a later problem. And I do think having a bigger stadium will at least make it so that big artists will want to come here more. I don't know. Like Taylor Swift didn't come here on her big recent tour. She made three stops in Philly mm-hmm. and no stops in DC, probably because she had been to FedEx before. And I'm sure she told her management, hey, this place is a dump. I'm not coming here anymore. I mean, it could be any number of reasons. We also don't true. know. Taylor true. Swift. It's more fun to assume that she said, this place is a dump and I'm not the, coming the here. Inner, the inner workings of Taylor Swift's mind are an enigma, one that I truly have no interest in trying yeah. to solve. It's uh, it's working for Taylor Swift. That's all I'll say. Truly. Three straight nights of sold out shows at Lincoln Financial. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, good for her. Yeah. I mean, she's she's selling out every stadium that she goes to in their football set. I, we've, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, she's in rarefied air and it is bizarre to see. And I knew... Um, I know a bunch of coworkers who went to uh, the Philly shows, or a bunch of people who went to the Philly shows, because that's the closest show to DC. Yeah. And you know, again, like you said, three straight sold out nights. There's 65,000 people in the stadium. I mean, that's. I mean, the undies we do once a year, and we can build that up, and we yep. can sell tickets at that rate. But we can't do that three nights a year, even for IF standards. So no. it's very impressive. I also wanted to mention, speaking of work. Uh, I talked to David a little bit about this, but so we're recording this on Tuesday the 16th. I want to take you back to last Wednesday. David, do you recall in, 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 our, in this general neighborhood what happened last Wednesday? I think we talked a little bit about it. Was there a gas leak? Yes. So let's paint the picture. It's an old, fun, underemployed story to tell. So uh, they are doing work as we speak right now on one of the exits out of my building. Uh, I thought at first it was road work, but I was confused when workers had been there for five or six weeks and did not seemingly made any progress. And then come to find out later that they're working on gas lines. Okay. Now it's about, let's say 5.50 Wednesday morning. We're on the air, we're working, and our meteorologist, I think the order goes, our meteorologist points out they're starting to smell gas outside. He says it on air and... Uh, then later, I even say in the room, hey, are you guys smelling that? I think I smell something in here. And at first, one of my coworkers, who I won't name Callista, uh, dismissed it and said, you're silly. Uh, don't be silly. And then within a few minutes, everyone said, uh, 
Oh no. Oh, that's gas. That's gas. There is gas in this building. Brian, I'm gonna be honest with you, that smells like pure gasoline. So, uh, here's where it also complicates things. Our traffic reporter, loved dearly, she is seven months pregnant. So, uh, we all said to her, hey, uh, you should go home. <laughs> There's gas in the building. I think we made the right call on that. I think, I think you, whom is carrying child, should probably leave this place. So... As we're going along in the show, we're in. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bore with details. But there's basically separate blocks, all separated by letters. The D block is the one that starts at 6:30. Then, of course, the E block starts after that. During that local block, I get paged by our executive producer saying, "Hey, uh, let them know we have breaking news in the E block about the gas break." And so I think what happens was I look at the script ahead of time just to make sure, and I said, "Oh, the <laughs> on West Broad Street has been evacuated due to the gas leak." And I go. Hmm. Okay. Because uh, that's the building I live in. So I was like, well, uh, my shift ends in Guess oh, I'm not going half an hour. Yeah, because I normally go to bed after work. So this complicated measures even more so. So we get off the air. It's a good show. And uh, I am a yeah, everybody was very relaxed. That's No one was loopy at all. May have lost a few brain cells in the process, but sometimes... And that's no the, worse than a normal day. You know what? We, we It's like how... Uh, it's like on any given Sunday mentality, you just gotta put on the helmet and grind knowing the potential for brain damage. Look, that's no different than a night of drinking. Exactly, that's exact, I finally got drunk. I understand the feeling now. I, I sympathize with you people and your struggles uh, after years of avoiding that nonsense. So, shout out to Brendan, one of my friends from work who let me crash on his couch for a couple hours. Um, turns out- You could smell the gas into the fan. Oh, it was, it was, Pungent. Uh, here's what happened. Allegedly, and I stress allegedly, the leak had happened accidentally around, overnight and either wasn't noticed or wasn't reported on through the morning. And again, I stress allegedly that the gas leak then really started to be a problem around 530, 540, 550. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the, it turns out the building allegedly, again, was not told of what the construction even was because it's a public road so mm -hmm. that caused some more issues i crashed at brennan's place for a bit i walked back to my apartment later that morning still smelled like gas so i i uh my windows here as david knows don't open nope they are they're windows for sure but uh they don't open yeah so if anything happened at the front door of this apartment i'd probably be sol so i had to prop open my front door with some stuff while i slept a little more uh, I then went to work out, came back, still smelled like gas, had to prop open the front door more, but we survived to tell the great gas leak tale of 2023. And it made me appreciate the smaller things in life, like being able to breathe air, uh, being able to sleep in a proper apartment. Uh, David, I don't know if you've ever had anything like that happen either in your old neck of the woods or in Fredericksburg where you had to be evacuated for anything crazy like that. No. Yeah. No. Not that I can recall. I just, I want everyone out there to just appreciate again what you have in life. I mean, if I'm being honest, uh, I mean, we had a few days where we were without power in Arlington, but that was... I'm guessing from a severe storm? Um... Was it the hurricane? No. Okay. We, um, I will say we... <laughs> This Hurricane Isabel in 03, actually we lost power for like nine days or something. We crazy. lost power We lost power for about a week after the derecho. Yes, we also, yeah. so I, maybe we've talked about this on the show. 
David, can you explain how what the weather was like in the aftermath of the derecho? Uh, it was about 95 and 95% humidity for a week straight. That is a very generous. I recall, I recall because we were driving back from a Rhode Island wedding. I think it was triple digit. I think. I, I mean, I wouldn't lie. be surprised. I was, I was working at sailing camp. It was miserable. It was mis. I can't stress how miserable it was. And none of us had power. Nope. We didn't get power back. We got power at least back within two or three days. Yeah, but. we were without for. I think probably more than a week. We ended up spending a couple of nights in a hotel. We ended up spending a couple of nights with with family friends who got power back. You might have even, you know what, your folks might have even come over to our place at one point because our house didn't have power, but we had a little bit of, it wasn't quite as hot yet as others. So I, I feel like maybe your parents came I would up. not be surprised if such a thing happened. Yeah. Um, but no, that was miserable. I at least missed the derecho. That was fun. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Until the power went out. Yeah. Well, you told me, because yeah, you told me after it happened that you were there and it was just, obviously everyone at once was like, oh shit. Yeah. And then it blows through. Yeah, when when everybody's phone's going off, it was like seek shelter. We're like, oh fuck. Yeah, and it was it was bad. Uh, mm -hmm. My good friend Michael Wolf, uh, his truck, the tree fell down on his truck. It was a photo that made it to the Washington Post. It just crushed the truck. Uh, Oof. So yeah, we had a lot of that around Falls Church. We had a lot of trees down. And oh yeah, we had a lot of trees down in Arlington. Yeah. Especially considering my neighborhood, Arlington Forest. And the problem with that was, if you recall, that was less than a year after the tragedy that was the Nova earthquake of 2011. And we were already, we were already struggling and we were already struggling to recover. And oh yeah. Hit by two natural disasters within a, I don't know, 10 month span. It was tough. But we overcame and persevered. Strongest region in the country, baby. Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about John Morant real quick? I mean, we can talk about John Morant. Um, yeah. John Morant suspended indefinitely by the Memphis Grizzlies. For? Gun on the gram again. Yep. <laughs> That's what's the biggest issue. I mean, look, obviously it's an issue. The biggest issue, if you don't know, is John Morant did this exact same thing two months ago. And here's the thing for me. It would be one thing if it was like John Morant is at a shooting range and they suspend him, which yeah. I, I would think would be a little bit yeah, that little bit outrageous to I, suspend I, him I, for actively and safely using a firearm. I agree. It would be a bad look based on what happened, but it wouldn't be yeah. illegal or wrong. Or... Yeah, but the way he's behaving with a firearm is foolish. Yes, at best. Especially because in the aftermath, he went on this tour where he said, look, I've got to be better. I am. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, clearly it is, yeah. bud. Yeah. And if you watch the video, his friend is the one who immediately puts the phone down. Because his friend has the common sense of, hey, man, you can't be branching you, a gun. You just, got, you just got suspended by the team for this. Yeah. Not six weeks ago. Ugh. And you were talking earlier, before we went on the air, about... Uh, how it was he in spite of this he's still probably looking like the better draft pick from oh he is still 100 the better the better of the two draft picks from that year because he, he plays he is the he is the kevin durant to zion's greg odin the thing i saw on reddit that really made me laugh is is someone said the potential zion versus jaw rivalry being derailed by obesity and guns is the most american way that this could fall apart truly <laughs> just truly. just an absolute what a great potential, and then just falls off the rails. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, 
I want to. Uh, it really is yeah. a shame that Zion's never been able to stay healthy. I know, and it's also a shame because I feel like so much of it is self-imposed. We, I mean, don't know for sure. But we don't it know. Seems like on the outside, a sure. lot of it is self-imposed, and that's self-inflicted. Yeah. Self-inflicted. You're right. That's yeah. the issue. Because uh, I love watching him play when he's healthy. He's, he's incredible. Tremendous. He's incredible. Even that first game he played his first year coming off the knee injury and he hit four threes in a row against the Spurs. I was like, wow, this kid is going to be something. And then just... He's got... he's When he's healthy, dude's got the juice. Oh, yeah. He 100% has the juice. Just can't stay on the court. Just can't stay on the court. So, and the best, avail- the, the best ability is availability. Ability, yeah. Uh, what do you think, David? A couple quick news jabs before we Let's start Get some off? news jabs. So, did you see the story out of the, about the fishermen out of Ohio? I try not to pay any attention to Ohio, so now... <laughs> Uh, I wish I could defend that, but I don't work there anymore. Um, two men who admitted stuffing fish with lead weights and fish fillets in an attempt to win thousands of dollars in an Ohio fishing tournament last fall were sentenced to 10-day jail terms and other penalties, including the forfeiture of a boat valued at $100,000. So yeah, they caught fish in a fishing competition, and then they put these little ball weights in mm-hmm. the fish, were caught immediately. They're not the first They're not the first people who have done that. What is crazy that I've heard, because we actually ran this story in the news, was um, they would have won the competition with the fish. They just got greedy. They just done got greedy. Oh, that's so dumb. I know. That's, that's, that's the, I think that's the best part of that story, is that like, you guys would have won anyway. Yeah. But you, you had, you couldn't leave well enough alone. And as, now, granted, they probably didn't know that their their haul was going to win them the trophy. So, like, yeah. But as one of the anchors I work with points out, he said, um, you know, they take that really seriously. So if you've seen the, I then watched the video after that. They are like, they're hands sh- up like immediately, and it's shaming them. It's like the Game of Thrones shame scene. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, it is just they are after those people. It's it's rough. So good. What's the lesson we've learned from this story, David? Uh, don't cheat in fishing. Yeah. Exactly. It's fine to tell fish tales, but don't cheat when you're actually, like, weighing in. Yes. That's, as it were, yes. Another story, uh, we, we, of course, obviously do not encourage driving while impaired. We want to preface this by saying this. Uh, you never should. But there is a funny anecdote related to this out of Colorado. David, I don't know if you saw this story. I don't think I saw this story. Colorado man tries to trade places with dog to avoid DUI arrests. All right, that's just... Yeah. No, you made the mistake. The dog did nothing wrong here. Dogs can't even drink alcohol. Springfield, Colorado. An officer watched the man maneuver inside the car before he got out on the passenger side on Saturday night in in the small town in the eastern plains of the state. The man said he was not behind the wheel, but he clearly showed signs of being drunk. He then... Possibly my favorite part. He then ran from the officer when asked about how much he had to drink and was caught within 20 yards. (laughs) Which says that he... Probably had a lot. He ran. Yeah. And, he ran. Twenty and yards. He tripped over himself. Like that's what four seconds of running, maybe if you're running full sprint. Although if you're drunk, probably a little slower, actually. Out of all the scenarios to have, I feel like trying to pin your dog as being the driver in the in the in the case is probably the worst idea. I don't know. Yeah, definitely, definitely the dumbest of those ideas. Yes. Uh, out of the many. I mean, first dumb idea, obviously, of course, is getting behind the wheel while impaired. Second yes. is thinking that an officer would see a dog and say, yes, this is the way to do this. This is, yeah. yeah. I definitely believe that this animal that does not have opposable thumbs, therefore, is unable yeah. to activate your shifting mechanism and probably not tall enough to reach the pedals. Yes. Also, as we remind, is a dog. It's yeah. just, it's, it's a dog. Is a dog. Is a dog. Well... 
That wraps up episode 74 of Underemployed. Once again, as we said, so far not too hot of a summer. No, it's not even summer yet, but not yet. Not too hot of a May. But David, anything on the on the looking forward you're looking forward to? Uh, Bethany and I have tickets to see Hades Town at the Altria Theater Ooh, in June. Nice. Yeah. Back to the Altria Theater. Home of Back to the Altria Theater. Yes. Uh, better parking this time. Uh, yeah. 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 We're gonna plan. We're gonna work on that. Yeah. But I'm excited too. Sun's out. Guns out. Guns a blazing. Figured yeah. Figuratively speaking, you know, it's time to flex on people. So, yeah. But, uh, you know, we will come back. We got a big special episode next time for episode 75. Something special for you folks, the dependents. So, we hope you enjoy. And until then, David, any any fine parting words for the people? Sunscreen. Wear it. In abundance. Protect yourself.